Well, you know what that means. It's time to expose the money lies. Let's get started. What is the most valuable asset in your business? I'll give you a hint of the most valuable asset in mine. It's an infinitely renewable source of energy. So here's another hint. 1 John 3.18 says, Let us not love with words, but with action and in truth. I'm all about love, I'm all about words, and I'm all about truth. So-so on the action. (laughs) But, yeah, because my whole thing is money lies, right? And the whole purpose of questioning your money lies is to uncover the truth. Because when you're in the process of questioning those lies, then you will reveal the truth for you. So love is my most valuable asset. And here's a belief model I wanted to share with you with a very useful thought that has served me well. So feel free to make it your very own if it serves you too. So in this model, my circumstance is So the C is my SOP or my standard operating procedure is love. That's my circumstance. Now, yes, I know you can't prove it and the whole world might not agree with me, but this is my podcast. This is my model. So my circumstance is my SOP, my standard operating procedure is love. And what I think about that circumstance is I give from an infinite supply of love. Now, a little commentary I'm going to include with each of these components. Um, I give from an infinite supply of love means my source is infinite because God is my source. And he is love and he is infinite. So his love is unending. So that's how I can give from an infinite supply of love. My feeling when I believe that is generous. And because if I am overflowing in love, I can give and give and give and give and give and never run out. I always have enough. And I believe that being generous creates abundance. So if I give from an attitude of abundance, I always have enough because I'm always expecting more because I feel abundant, because I feel generous. And when I'm always expecting more, more always arrives and right on time. I never run out. Just like my dog's food uh, bin. Before the food bin is empty, I'm online, I'm ordering more. And it arrives a few days later, it always arrives before we run out. So from my dog's perspective, (laughs) there is always enough. He expects to always have enough. He, he never expects to run out. He gets up in the morning and he goes out and he comes back in and he sits in front of the food bowl because he's expecting something to be there. And he does the same thing at dinner time. When it's dinner time, he sits in front of the food bowl and voila, here's some, some food magically appears when I stick my hand in the bin and, and dish it out. So he expects to always have enough and he always does. And when we always expect to have enough, we always do because we're looking for the bin to be refilled before it's empty. So whatever we're looking for, we find because we're looking for it. 
So in contrast, <laughs> just the other day, this happened to me with flour. So we don't use that much flour in our house, but last Friday we wanted to make coconut shrimp and I've never made coconut shrimp before, but my husband's been wanting me to try to make it in our air fryer. And so we had some shrimp and he got some coconut and I agreed to make coconut shrimp. So I noticed we didn't have very much flour in the canister. So I said, Hey, Honey, will you put it on the grocery list? He said, hey, I thought I, I thought I bought flour not too long ago. Are you sure there's not any in there? And so I said, well, I looked, but I didn't see any. And he went in the pantry. This is usually in reverse, by the way. <laughs> it's usually him that's looking for something. And I'm like, it's right here. But he went in the pantry. And sure enough, he found a half a bag that hadn't been emptied into the canister. So I looked for it, but I didn't find any. And the reason was because I was probably thinking, or my brain was probably thinking, well, there's only this much in the canister. If we had any, then it would have been emptied into the canister, but apparently it, it wasn't. So I was believing we don't have any. So even though I looked, I didn't find any because I really didn't believe we had any. And so what I believed, my brain, of course, found evidence for. I thought we didn't have enough, but we had it all along. It's just that I wasn't looking for it because I believed it wasn't there. I believed we had none, and I created that reality until we questioned it and we uncovered the truth that we do have enough flour. So my husband questioned the money lie, I said, hmm, and he discovered the truth. So that was a very long way to make my point that we have the abundance we look for. And feeling generous helps us look for that abundance because it helps us expect more abundance. So back to my model. So the feeling was generous. And in the action line, I put I love others fully and presently because love is an action more than a feeling. It, it's also a feeling, but it's also, it's an action as well. So I put in the action line, love, and I love others both fully and presently. And love produces Love as an action produces the best results. So in my result line, I am loved. I generate an infinite supply of love. An infinite supply of love flows through me. So that's my model if you want to borrow it. The uh, C again is my standard operating procedure is love. Thought is I give from an infinite supply of love. The feeling is generous. The action is I love others fully and presently. And the result is I am loved. I generate an infinite supply of love and an infinite supply of love flows through me. So if you want to borrow that model, you can. But I think love can produce any result. Love, I think, is one of the most valuable assets in the world. One of the most efficient fuel sources. If I were to build a model, where the feeling was love, because I feel like emotions are fuel. 
actions are the vehicle that that we put that fuel into and then the results are the destination we get to when we fuel that vehicle through our actions and so i think that love is one of the most efficient fuel sources it's a very powerful fuel fuel source say that 10 times fast and it's the most abundant it is unlimited so you can tap into this infinite source and see what results you can produce because it's available to anyone. Anybody can generate love and it doesn't have to require a special skill set or a specific uh, expertise. There's an endless supply. It's the most perfect form of green energy that's ever existed. And you don't need to deplete anything in order to generate love. It's a renewable energy source. So if you want more of anything, then you could start with love because as long as you have love, you will always have enough because you will always be able to generate more. So what are the ways that you can convert this unlimited resource into more of any limited resource? So love has so many good uses. You can use it as a filter for decisions. You know, I do this all the time. If I'm having a tr- trouble making a decision, then which I don't really have that much trouble making decisions uh, very often. But when I'm making a decision, maybe making a decision about how to treat myself, <laughs> that's that's a decision that I'm working on. Then I can say, you know, does this look like love? Does this feel like love? to treat myself this way? Does this look or feel like love to treat someone else this way or to think this way about them or to judge them in this way? So you can use it as a filter for decisions, decisions about how to act, decisions about how to think, decisions about how to feel. You can use it as a pain reliever. I like this one. (laughs) I don't know. Love just makes everything better. When you feel love, it's like, okay, what else matters? You can use it as a pair of glasses. Everything looks different when you look through the lens of love. And if you want to scrutinize your money lies and uncover the truth, love is the best truth serum. So here's what I mean. Take the money lie from a recent episode that where I I talked about how on my birthday earlier this year, I detected a money lie that I didn't realize was operating in the background, like that computer virus, that I don't deserve all this. So this money lie really can impact, if you believe this, and maybe you do, but you don't even realize it. Like I I didn't even realize that I believed that lie. It showed up and I was like, what? And uh, so it can impact every area of your life if you're believing this so like think about these i don't deserve to be in a meaningful and loving relationship have you ever thought that or acted that way i don't deserve to have flexibility and freedom in my career i don't deserve to do something i love and get paid for it like it has to be either or or neither because i don't deserve it I don't deserve for my husband to run errands for me. I feel guilty when he does or something like that. I don't deserve to be recognized for my accomplishments. Last episode, um, I talked about 
um, how I can't shine brighter than anybody else, or some version of that. So any of, you know, believing this money lie can impact any area of my life. It can cause me to show up very small or even invisible in my life or in my business. And it could impact others when I show up that way because it limits my contribution to them and it limits them the love I show to them or don't show to them because of how I'm limiting myself. I'm going to also limit it, limit others. So if I look at this through the lens of love, I can see that it's not who I want to be or how I want to show up in the world. I can see that I would never want anyone else to believe this lie. And I can see that I am as worthy as anyone else. As hard as that might be to say sometimes, I know that intellectually I am as worthy as anyone else. I can see that I do deserve it because all humans deserve to be cared for. All humans deserve to be loved. And I am a human, therefore I deserve it. And you are human too. So what do you deserve? What looks like love to you? What feels like love to you? And how can you be more loving to yourself and to others when you no longer believe the money lies? So I'll leave you with a model I recently built with one of my lovely clients. I'm, when I, It's so funny. When I coach my clients, I coach myself. It's so good. Really, I feel like me coaching others is the best way to coach myself because I am like unconsciously absorbing everything that I'm coaching them on. And I think that's why I've had so much growth in the last year or two because I have been coaching so much more. But here's the model we uncovered. The circumstance in this model is abundance. And my um, her thought that she wanted to practice is I do deserve it. All humans deserve it. And I'm a human, therefore I deserve it. And her feeling was love. And when she feels love because she deserves it, then she becomes more of a team player. She doesn't compete. She also doesn't feel guilty and she's willing to receive. That's something that she has struggled with. And she acknowledges what she's receiving and what she's contributing by receiving. And in that way, she doesn't deprive others of the opportunity to give, which I feel like that's like the highest um, experience of love is having the opportunity to give to someone else. And the result is I love myself by receiving. I love others by letting them enjoy the rewards of giving. So when we question the money lies, we can do that in love and curiosity and compassion. I recommend lots of healthy doses of all three of these as you're questioning your money lies and stepping out of judgment and into the power that you um, and the more that you're capable of. So we can let go of the judgment and stand in the power of knowing that we are all designed for and capable of more.
Hey, Jill the Muddy Coach here. In your business, you will have trouble. There's no eliminating problems showing up in your business, but problems don't have to mean something bad. What if problems are just an opportunity to exercise those problem-solving muscles you're developing? I have a new toolkit I use with my clients that I'm sharing with you to help you become a problem-solving ninja in your business. I'm super excited to share this process you can use to solve literally any problem you have in your business. It's available now by visiting jillwrightcoaching.com forward slash solve dash any dash problem. There's a series of short videos that'll explain in detail as well as walk you through using this process to solve any problem in your business. This free resource includes some strength building exercises you can use in your business so that when challenges and obstacles come up, you know exactly how to solve them. I use this in my own business when I feel stuck so I don't have to stay stuck and instead I can move forward instead of wasting time spinning. So go ahead and sign up to download all these resources absolutely free. When you sign up, you'll also get notified of the special calls I'll be hosting to answer any questions you have about the process and coach you live on any problem you have in your business. So hurry up and get yours now so you can move forward in your business.